Hello, and welcome to Into the Disneyverse, a podcast where our historians Jess and Tandy explore the world of Disney, including rides, resorts, restaurants, and so much more. On today's episode, we close out our season with our top five favorite Disney Springs things and our wish list for season two. Hey, Tandy. (laughs) Hey, Jess. So it ends like it started. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you mean, Jess. This is the, hopefully this, this is the second and hopefully last attempt at recording the last episode of the podcast. We had sound issues, just like the first one. Garage band, AKA garbage band. Yeah. We found a new recording, uh, software and so hopefully it works. Hopefully the audio. So we did get some feedback. The first couple of the episodes of the podcast, the recording's not, it's like questionable. It's not, uh, it's not consistent. That's, that's the word I'm looking for. It's not consistent. In any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> Hopefully season two is better. Hopefully this resolves it <laughs> and season two will be more consistent. So with that said, we technically, this is going to put us at 12 for this season, for season one, because we did a bonus first episode that was unplanned and welcome to our bonus final episode of Into the Disneyverse. We had a bunch of topics. We spun a wheel. And there were, we landed on favorite things in Disney Springs. So we're each going to be talking about our top five things to do in Disney Springs. And this is going to be generic things. So we're going to talk about favorite things to do, but not specific activities or specific restaurants or anything for the most part, for the most part. We talked about this in the first episode, but Disney Springs is my favorite place to kick off our Disney vacations. Same. Yeah, I don't think we ever went when I was younger. I think it was there because I remember, what was it, Pleasure Island, which is like so, yeah, that which was downtown Disney at that point. And at Disneyland, they didn't have anything like that. No, 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 no. So They but, do now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, now, they it's do. Da- now it's downtown Disney. Downtown Disney moved from Florida to LA. Yeah. But I love it now. It's, it's a great place to eat, drink, people watch, shop. And uh, Tandy's favorite, take in some live entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Parades, fireworks, yay. Sarcasm. For those of you who haven't listened to the previous 11 episodes, they have the world's largest Disney store, amazing restaurants, and even some, what I got, some rides. You know, they have, they have some rides there. Let's kick it off with you, Tandy. What is your number five favorite thing to do at Disney Springs? Bowling. What? I did. I really enjoyed bowling. I'd never been, so they have Splitsville Lanes there in Disney Springs. And it is not a Disney-owned specific property. It's just a bowling alley. That you, I think there's like five, maybe six or seven different locations across the U.S. I had always seen it at Disney Springs back when it was called Downtown Disney. Always wanted to go. I never had a group big enough to like make it worth a lane reservation. So we finally had a group that was big enough. God, we could bring our entire family to Disney so you could go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you guys had fun too. We, no, oh no, it was, I'm 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 pulling your leg. We had we had a blast. We had a blast. This was a great way to kick off yeah. the vacation. And I was telling somebody recently about you know I said bowling and they were like oh really and I was like yeah it's a lot of fun especially when you bring the kids and my favorite moment was when you had gone to take Elena to the restroom and somebody bowled for you. They got two straight gutter balls. You came back. You were you're you're very competitive, so you were very upset about the fact that you had two gutter balls now, which was not right for your score. I, I was. I was bowling like the best game of my life at that point. You are. And uh, we blamed Juan, even though it was not Juan who rolled the balls. But what was funny was about five minutes in, Elena turns to you and goes, Mom, I'm sorry I rolled for your turn. And for a whole half second, you went, it's okay. And then you went, wait a minute, you were in the bathroom with me. (laughs) So 
so funny. Oh, so yes, bowling was number five, uh, definitely top five. Okay. So so for me, number five is scavenger hunts. So Disney Springs has these seasonal activities, and usually they're around these scavenger hunts. So these are similar to things that they that you'll see in Epcot. You'll get a card, you'll get stickers, you have to find certain things around the, the park or around Disney Springs. So we recently went to Disney at Christmas and we were able to do the Christmas tree stroll. No surprise to anyone, I was all about this because I love me some Disney and I love me some Christmas. These were Disney-themed Christmas they trees. They were great. I really love them. And again, scavenger hunts are more family-related. So as someone who goes by themselves or with maybe like one other person, it wasn't something I had ever done before. So it was a lot of fun. Those Christmas trees were awesome. They though. were amazing. And I and so this is that's a great point. This is an activity you could do as a group. This is an activity that you can do as an individual. Yeah. And so now as myself, like if I went back by myself, I would definitely do one of those things. Oh, if I, if I did a, if I did a by myself Disney trip, which is, which is actually is something that's on my bucket list. I'd like, to, well, I'd like to do it to be able to experience and just do like everything that I want to, I know that's selfish, but like that it is something I'd like it's to do. It's never selfish, me. Jess. <laughs> but like, I could totally see me enjoying this. Like I enjoy oh, yeah. doing it with the girls, obviously, but I could totally see me doing this by myself. What, what was your favorite tree? Oh, probably Coco. Yeah, and that Coco might be biased. Coco is my favorite movie, but they did a beautiful job with uh, with Coco. Yeah, we are super biased about that. Yeah, and, and I thought Encanto they did a nice job with. I don't remember the Encanto tree. It had the, all the doors that were lit up. Oh, no. Um, Haunted Mansion, also biased. That was a good one. The Nightmare Before Christmas one was really that good. Was they had cool. Zorro going, uh, I mean Zorro, Zero going around the tree. He was flying on top. Toy Story tree was good too. Yeah. The Disney Plus tree was really cool too. They had a lot of really neat stuff on that one. Yeah. So there were 30 trees all themed to different Disney movies, rides, and resorts. And like I said, you get that map with stickers. You know, I've seen pumpkin themes, themed ones they do at Halloween and those are really cool oh, too. Cool. Yeah. You can also find scavenger hunts online if you aren't doing it during the holidays. So even if it's something you want to do on your own, people have created like scavenger hunts to go find certain characters in the stores and stuff other than it being a great way to take in the decor i love it because one it's free two it feeds my competitive spirit yes yep. so i love Double like check on that like i'll check all the boxes i won the thing even though i didn't really win a thing but you do get a little prize at the end we got a button that and said coupons oh that's right oh no you actually the coupons were good yeah they were the coupons were really good too bad we we had already eaten at T-Rex. Should have gotten that <laughs> yep. before we went to T-Rex. Yep. Um, and it's a really great way to take in Disney Springs. Like it forces you to kind of go everywhere. We had gone places I hadn't gone before in Disney Springs. Yep. Especially um, if you've never been to Disney, that's a really good opportunity to learn your way around Disney Springs because it's pretty big. Yeah. And then if if it like we were very fortunate, the weather was beautiful. Oh, it's a great. It's a it's a really enjoyable day. It's a and it's and it's free. It's free. Yep. What's your number four? So this is not going to be Tandy's jam, but photos. And I don't think people think about this. So again, we go as a family and... and yeah, you have beautiful family memories to make. I don't want pictures of me by myself sitting on Santa's lap. I would still be okay with me by myself. And I would have probably seen <laughs> Santa if I was by myself. I'm not going to lie. You know, Disney Springs has some really good photo opportunities. So I love PhotoPass. Again, for me, it's about creating those memories. I'm a scrapbooker, so there's that too. I think it's a great value for, for PhotoPass because it means I'm not worried about trying to get that perfect photo on my phone. Disney has the photographers placed in all these places. And there's actually a PhotoPass area right by Marketplace Co-op that has some nice backgrounds. They've got practical sets, green screen. We've taken some beautiful Christmas card photos in there. They, they turn out really nice. 
And there's also PhotoPass photographers out in the wild at Disney Springs as well, which I didn't realize. Out in the wild. I love too that they have now changed their shirt colors so that you can yes love the new costumes and also love that I can spot them. That's they are good marketing. Bright good marketing green. Yeah. Yep, they are bright, bright green. We did one in front of the lake at the last trip, and then lastly during the holidays, you can get photos with Santa. And I would argue that even if you don't have photo pass, there's some good photo opportunities throughout Disney Springs, T Rex, the lake during the holidays when all the trees are decorated. The other thing is if you don't have PhotoPass, you can go to a PhotoPass photographer. They will take a picture of you with your phone. So you don't have to pay for it. If you don't want, they're they're very accommodating. So what is your number four, Tandy? My number four is watching the evolution of Disney Springs. So as someone who does not have children, I have obviously more time to look around at things, read up on the history, sit for a while and stare at, you know, construction. And I've really liked watching Disney change from downtown Disney. I was never there when it was Pleasure Island. So I don't know what that was like prior, but I remember downtown Disney. I remember it kind of feeling a little bit more like small town, like the area over by where the Christmas shop is. There's like a little... That used to be where the buses dropped you off. And now it's like, I can't imagine how they got all of the buses in there before. And now it's the area- long walk yeah. too. If you're going to Splitsville, it's the complete Yeah, it's a long walk. Side. And if you think about it, it's a long walk to over by the Christmas shop now from where you're coming in currently from the buses by the, H- um, by the Sephora and all that. So it's just interesting to see it change, see all the restaurants come and go, see how it's changed epidemic. And I look forward to see what more is going to be there at Disney yeah. Springs once the evolution continues because there's still- working on more. That must be why the Ubers drop you off over there. So when, so I did Uber to Disney Springs from Animal Kingdom Lodge the last time yeah. and it dropped me off by the Christmas shop. That's because that was the old bus depot. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I heard there's some more changes coming too. So it, again, the constant changing of Disney Springs makes it worth the visit every time you go. Cause most people, some, a lot of people do go yearly. A lot of people go every other year. Most people I would say probably go every couple years because it, it is pricey. It's not the cheapest vacation in the whole wide world. And if you, even if you go like every three years, like what we went in 21 and then we went in 22 into 22 and you guys have gone in 2019. So we're, we, our plan is to go every other year. We're every other year. And even in that time period, even though there was a pandemic, things had changed. Oh yeah. And I went in 2016 and things had changed between when you guys first went in 2019. So there's always something new happening at Disney Springs and at Disney World. So watching the evolution of things is is high on my list. So my number three is, this is probably my most specific one. One of my favorite things to do in any Disney park, the thing I am waiting for with bated breath, and that is Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Dole Whip. And I don't think think people think about Dole Whip when you think about Disney Springs. You think about it at Magic Kingdom. Animal Kingdom has some very specific Dole Whips. But there's a number of places I to get what I consider the iconic Disney snack. And don't try to bring a store Dole Whip to you. It's not the same. doesn't taste the same. It hasn't been baptized by Walt. Okay. Your husband will always send me things like, look, Dole Whip's now in a box. And I'm like, don't show this Listen, to your wife. He sent it to me. And I was like, <laughs> I- I'm not going to say I would say no to it if you bought it. But it doesn't taste like Disney Dole Whip. Dole Whip tastes different at Disney. They I put mean, it's, some- it's made there. Like the sugar and the milk, it comes out of the machine. Those machines are probably really clean. Yep. If I could have Dole Whip for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I would not be mad. 
I would not. But Disney Dole Whip, not not out of the box Dole Whip. But Jess would never do that because Jess loves food and there's way too much good food at Disney. This is true. Stomach space, that's that's like time for me. There, there's real estate there. But if she to... was locked in a Dole Whip overnight, she would be just fine. Be fine, yeah. So Swirls on the Water offers a number of options that change seasonally, including flights with rotating unique flavors, Dole Whip nachos, and of course, classic Dole Whip. But my favorite thing here are the adult beverages, I'm not going to lie. Pineapple Dole Whip with pineapple juice and spiced rum. You cannot go wrong. A couple of other places of note, if you're looking for a Dole Whip in Disney Springs, you can get a froze Cotto at Wine Bar George, which is Moscato vodka and Dole Whip, <laughs> which where has Frescato been my whole life? They have a mimosa version of this with Prosecco as well. That's And that's Wine Bar George. It's a wine bar, so that makes sense. And then Splitsville has, Dole, has a Dole Whip Pina Colada. Marketplace snacks have also been known to carry Dole Whip, and those would not be the adult beverage version. And you can you can get like non-adult beverage Dole Whip. It swirls in the water too, by the way. So, so what is your number three? My number three is shopping. Yes. Because they have, I mean, they have the, the world's biggest Disney store, which I'd love to go in. And also to back on that number four for evolution. I mean, that Disney store always changes. There's always new things in there, new merch. Some years are better than others, but shopping specifically, they have one of my favorite stores there, Uniqlo, um, which I can only get in New York. They're, they don't have them too many places in America. So that's an opportunity. And then just seeing what are the things they have. But I will say the one downside to shopping is they don't have an electronic store inside of Disney Springs. They don't. I found that out this time because my Apple charging cord broke day one. How is there not an Apple store? I, 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 it never occurred to me. How is there not an Apple store in Disney Springs? Or just any store, like a kiosk selling yeah. like headphones, cords. I mean, do you know how much Wait, money they, they would make? They don't have a kiosk like they have at the airport? They don't. Oh, that's... Guys, now if they do, please email me so I know exactly where it is next time. Because actually, now that you say that, I didn't see one. But I was walking around trying to find one because my cord was broken. And I probably could have gone to the gift shop at any of the Disney parks and or guest services. Yeah, guest services hotel and found one. But I didn't want to pay that kind of price or if they were going to have the right one because I had the USB-C, which is fairly new for Apple product. And so I just, you know, gave up. But luckily I had another cord. Yep. It was hard times for me. It's hard times at Disney Springs, but yeah, definitely shopping. It's a lot of fun. Lots of stuff there too. I mean, candles, Christmas, art, Star Wars, Disney, Disney clothing that's like a new trending brand, actual brands like Supreme and Uniqlo, and then shopping at little smaller boutiques like Ireland stores, et cetera. So there's always something, something for everyone. What's your number two? My number two is eating. It's not Epcot. Okay, but it is still really good. They got lots of great stuff there. Right, I would say variety. I mean, Epcot variety. same way, but variety. Yep. Yeah, yep. It's. I mean, there's food galore. There's restaurants galore. Like I said, restaurants change in and out sometimes too. So it's not like you know you got the same five things every time you go. Just some amazing, amazing eats, including like little snack places. And I noticed they've increased more of their little like snack to go places. Yeah. Yep. Because before they had like a food court, that food court got bulldozed down, and that's where they built a lot more of the newer stores. So there's lots more of opportunities to try different types of foods, snacks, Dole Whip, drinks. I mean, it's just, it's a, a plethora of deliciousness. So my number two is shopping, which was your number three. And, and shopping such a huge part of Disney Springs. I mean, it's basically an out, open air mall. Just, and I, some of this is going to mirror what you said, but my must do here is the Christmas store. 
Days of Christmas. I will not go to Disney and not stop at Days of Christmas. And part of that's because I think ornaments are a great souvenir memento from your Disney trip. They're small. They're if you put up a Christmas tree. So we do a Christmas tree every year. So that I get us an ornament and each of the girls an ornament. As a bonus, they can personalize anything you purchase there with like your name on it or the year on it. I usually do that for every trip. So they even have, so I did this last time, they have pre-personalized ornaments with the year on it so you don't have to wait. So awesome. you're still paying for the personalization, but you don't have to wait for them to personalize yeah, it. That's someone there is putting some time and money. I saw it oh, at the, the table. Was, so I was there at like seven o'clock at night and the line was horribly long. Well, we they made a dining reservation. Yeah. We were there at Christmas. So they were working overtime. So I was able to find like the ornaments I wanted with the year on them already. And I just, I bought those. You talked about World of Disney, which is the largest Disney store. I think this is a bigger deal now because most of the Disney stores are no Closed. more. Yeah. It's and online or at Disney. Correct. Or Target, which is yeah. like a, a Disney kiosk basically. Sort of. yep. And yeah. I will say that things have changed from what they used to be. You used to be able to go online and find a lot of what was in the parks online. They yeah. no longer do that. You can yeah. find some things online, but if you see something in the park and you really like it, buy it because yep. odds of finding it online or at another park store later could be iffy. Yeah. And World of Disney is your go-to for Disney merch. They carry a lot that's in the parks. They don't carry everything. So like, like Tandy said, if you see something you love, buy it. Don't wait. You know, spirit jerseys, Mickey ears, toys, princess dresses, home decor, you name it, they got it. And then I also want to call out the marketplace co-op, which is really cool. That's like specialized store. They have artwork. They've got more unique artisan type clothing and gifts here. I think it's pretty cool. And they, they rotate the shops regularly. Lastly, Bose Candles, who specializes in candles that smell like Disney attractions, has a spot in marketplace co-op and they are also now adjacent to the Christmas store. So there's two places that you can get Bose Candles. And they are very good. They're not overpowering, which I really liked. I thought it was going to be like I was going to need to blow out this candle sooner rather than later. And it, it, I lasted a, a good three, four hours. Like they are not overpowering sensations. No. Like you walk in, it's a good smell. It's a clean smell. It's not like overpowering the whole house. Very subtle. Yeah. My house subtly smelled like Haunted Mansion for about a week. And smelled like pirates. Yep. <laughs> and just last pro tip on shopping, and this is anywhere in Disney, but particularly at Disney Springs, you can have your purchases shipped to your house. So you don't have to haul them on the plane. So I, it's an added cost, but it's something that I factor into my budget when I go. Cause like I bought candles, I bought ornaments. I bought stuff at the Disney store. By the way, I get a lot of my Christmas gifts when we're there because you do get a pretty good deal at World World of Disney. You can get stuff on sale. And they'll put anything in there, like any of your Disney stuff. It doesn't have to be from that store. Yep. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, great point. Yeah. No, no, no. If you you have all of your purchases with you, you can give them to them. They fill out your tag. So go on and say They do a beautiful job of packaging things. The first time I did this, I was like, my ornaments are going to break. They do the best job. Save their first rodeo. Oh yeah. So, so I, I actually factor that in, like I said, into my budget because I don't like having to mess with hauling stuff on the plane. I just don't. All, All right, right, Tandy, moment of truth. What's your number one? Eating. Oh man. How did mine? Well, mine is number two. Your was number. So it's funny. My two and one were your three and two. So, so eating. Raglan Road is probably the contender for my top spot. Four words, gluten-free fried fish. I love that it's the Irish place. I, I, well, so I, my mom will be so proud. I love German food and I love Irish food. And this is, this is have a German restaurant there that is missing out. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Although they have one in Epcot. That's really good. This place is amazing. I mean, it's amazing from a theming perspective. It's amazing from a dining perspective. It does very much like look at an Irish pub. 
you are literally transported into Ireland. The bar and furniture in the pub were all built in Ireland. All the wood is from Ireland. Yeah. They have live mu- music and Irish dancing daily. We missed that, unfortunately, on our last trip. And I know I said gluten-free f- fried fish. The food is incredible, though. Gluten-free or not. And during non-pandemic times, the people that work there are all from Ireland. Well, so I was going to say, according to the website, the restaurant employs some of the finest cooks from Dublin. My husband loved the shepherd's pie. We, we ha- they have Irish cheese and bacon dip. Let me repeat, Irish cheese and bacon. <laughs> Irish cheese is delicious. Those cows, mm, so good. The drink menu is extensive, if that's your jam. So they've got some great, a ton of beer, wine, and whiskey options. It's easily in my top five restaurants of all of, in all of Disney. I think the quality of the food here cannot be under-communicated. Like, no, it's, it's delicious. I've eaten there several times, and it's very good every single time. This is also a great place to go if it's gray and rainy outside. Like It's one of those things that'll make you feel warm. Oh, yeah. Irish has that feeling where it's like, shepherd's pie and a black and tan and you're like right there on the coast yeah it's it's really really good and also the the, um, the ambience of this place again all the wood imported from ireland people from there work yep. or from ireland but also too they have a lot of stuff on the wall that is irish heritage so you can go around yep. and look they've got you too famous presidents <laughs> Also, like, you know, the culture of, like, dance, yep. and, and it's amazing. And you can also get, if you are Irish, they have the the heraldry in the front in the store. You oh, can look up right. your family history, and they'll print you out, like, a heraldry, you know, Issa, certificate. Issa was looking at I was like, baby, no. <laughs> We're not Irish, girl. <laughs> well, I am, but no, your, your family's not. A couple of other places I just want to call out. T-Rex, we really enjoy. Come for us again, everybody, because I know that it, that is a unpopular opinion. Food's excellent. Atmosphere is a ton of fun. I love it. We like Chicken Guy a lot, which is Guy Fieri's fast food joint. It's really, it's just chicken, but it's really good. They have one thing and they do it mm-hmm. excellently. Paddlefish is pretty good. One had a deluxe burger. If you're looking for a burger, deluxe is the best place to go in Disney World. You can't go wrong with a Wetzel's pretzel. I'm just saying. That's that too. Like that too. Churros. And then lastly, I have to give a shout out to a kiosk, the Daily Poutine. It's <laughs> one of the two places you can get this Canadian delicacy in, in Disney. They have seasonal poutines. But my favorite is the traditional fries, gravy, and cheese curds. I know that's gross to a lot of people. It's really good if you like it. And they do, again, they do a stellar job there. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. Fun facts about poutine. One of the highest calorie items. I'm sure. And also one of the highest like cholesterol items. I'm sure. No, yep. it, it doesn't. I mean... Uh, it doesn't taste healthy. On a good day, it succeeds like 1600. It's crazy. I only get it at Disney. World famous. What I like is that when we go to Disney Springs, you do not make a beeline to poutine, but there is a point in time where Jess goes, all right, it's poutine time. And then she just <laughs> makes a beeline. Like I she, doesn't, she doesn't take kids. She goes, somebody's going to handle it. I'm going to get poutine. This literally has happened twice at Disney yeah. Springs now. And Juan and I were like, oh, okay. And I think we took the girls to Uniqlo to, to turn in their uh, their sheets for the, the scavenger hunt. But she was like, I'm done. They also away. had, I didn't get this because I didn't have the stomach space, but they also had a frozen, it was like a frozen whiskey apple drink that looked Oh, I heard, and that was on the list. Yep, of festival drinks at the time. Oh, that's right. It was a festival. So they had it at Disney Springs, but it was going to say frozen poutine. And I went, Oh no, 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 no. I almost got it. And then I was like, I don't think I can finish the poutine in this drink. So I'm not going to do that. Cause I had already had a dull whip by the way at this point too. Well, my number one is people watching. Yes. 
I love people watching at Disney. Disney World, Disneyland, all the Disneys. They are super exciting to watch people come. Just their backgrounds, their way of thinking, the conversations they have on vacation. One of our favorite things is to listen to a TikTok of adults at Disneyland and just some of the things, things that, that things they are say. Things that Disneyland yes. today. Things that they say, oh, it's just so funny how people interact with each other on on their vacation. I mean, this was funny because it wasn't me or my family, but I did see like a woman slap her teenager like across the face at Disney Springs one time. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. My favorite time was behind this lady and her like four-year-old son. I think I've told this story before, but he had a this super long churro in his hand and a seagull came and like took the tip of the churro and was flying off. And the kid was kind of lifting into the air <laughs> and the mom did not see it. And I was like, Oh my God, this poor kid. And finally she saw it and started like shooing away the seagull. And he, he got away with about half of the churro, but it was hilarious. I was like, only at Disney. Could you see something like that? Yeah. And I mean, I mean, even at Disney Springs, like you see the, like they have all the big Legos and everything. You see the joy of the kids. Disney Springs is an interesting mix of like locals and tourists that, but I was also going to say like people like us who are exhausted, who've just come off their plane and like are done. The end of the day was kind of interesting because I hadn't really been there much at night, but you and I went one evening for a dining reservation. So like people exhausted after their park trip was kind of like, like it's an, it's a, it's a mix. Like yep. it's a fascinating, it's a great place. To yep. And it, it, you get lots of different walks of life, right? So people from, you know, the Midwest, people from the East coast, people from the West coast, Canadians, um, Mekanos, you get, um, people from all over the place, especially in like January, February time period, you're going to get people from like Brazil, from oh, China, yeah. from South Korea. And it's packed. There are like a lot of tour groups that will come into Disney Springs and go to like hard rock cafe, like oh, places that you don't normally that. have where they are. And it's, it's fascinating to see just different types of people experiencing Disney. I didn't even think about tour groups yet. I could see that. They all just stop there and drop them off. And they have a good old time and they'll have like a flag and you can see the flag has like the, the country <laughs> flag on it. And so they're like, like, it's a flag with the country flag on it. So people know, oh, that's mine. That's yeah. my group. So, so, so the tour guide just like walks yep, around. Yep, he'll walk around through it. Yep. And he'll have like a headphone on and it's, it's, it's interesting to see. That's funny. I haven't seen that yet, but. We haven't. Been, you haven't been there in that January time period. I'm interested to see post-pandemic, though, how much of what is on my top five. I mean, we have seen some of it change through the pandemic. We've gone one in the middle of pandemic and one kind of on the end of the pandemic. We're still not seeing things come back as they were pre-pandemic. We're starting to hear about more of it coming back, but I'm interested to see how much of some of the things that we have loved change. So that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that before. So we went in October, well, September, September of 2019. So we went pretty close to right before pandemic. And yeah. when the pandemic happened, I remember we were like, God, we're glad we went right. Like, like we were able to get that last trip in before yeah. everything shut down. Yep. And then we, we went down when it was still pretty, pretty pandemic time. I mean, it was still pretty good. The only thing is we had to wear a mask and I did not like that because a big part of Disney is smells. Yeah. I didn't like it too, just because if you were in a long line, it, it did get real, I mean, it's everybody's complaint with masks. It got real stuffy. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, we managed, we also went in a very, like we went in September during the pandemic. September is a not busy time no. traditionally. And on top of it, it was, it was, that was like right before, what is it? Revenge tourism. Like that was right before everybody started getting comfortable traveling yeah. again. Um, and then, and like you said, we went recently where things have really started to, to really open back up and, and rest- yeah. restrictions loosen. So it's it, it is fascinating to have been able to see that that 
kind of change and progression. Yep. Agreed. I had a couple of things on my bucket list for Disney Springs that I wanted to mention. So I really want to do Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life. Yes. We're going to have to figure out how we fit that in. That might be a trip where, <laughs> that might be an adult trip an where we don't bring the kids in, in one. Cause I mean, we could do an evening. You and I can go just like we did when we had a yeah. drink at a uh, city poor. Yeah. Cause yeah, the kids, I don't think the kids can sit through that. And then I really want to do Wine Bar George. I've heard the food, obviously the wine, but the, the food is No, I fantastic. wanted to. I, I know. Had I know. a reservation, had to give it up. Uh, sorry. And then we, uh, and then I would, I really want to do Jacques Lindsay's Hangar Bar. I love Indiana Jones. Yep. Same. I love that it's themed Indiana Jones, but not, it's like Indiana Jones adjacent theming. Yep. Yeah. It, it's, I would say it's more Steven Spielberg's theme than anything. Cause you have like, there's nods to Jaws and stuff in there. Cause it's not technically Disney. Yep. So they also have a lot of really good festival stuff. Every time there's in, there's always like something oh, yeah, at the hangar bar. It becomes Jacques Lindsay's holiday bar yep. at Christmas. So, so yeah, I just want to go in there cause it looks like a cool, a cool place. I'm going to his temple of doom up on her wall. Yes. Oh, right, agreed. Yeah. I would like to do that too. I don't know. I don't have any desire to ride the balloon or ride in the car. You don't want to pay $150 to ride in the car in the lake? No, I I do not. I also, that lake is black and there are alligators and I don't want anything jumping out and taking me down with it. Tanny doesn't want to be eaten. No, I do not want to be eaten. I don't know. I've done a lot at Disney Springs, so I don't know if there's anything yet that I... I haven't done except for the the Cirque du Soleil. I really wanted to do that. The last couple of times I've asked people, they're like, nah, I don't want to. And I'm like, ah. So I guess that's the one. That's it. So it's our last episode of the season. We're going to take a little break and then we'll be back sometime later this year to be determined. This is not our full-time gig. So we've got to figure out when we can get a backlog of episodes recorded for the next season. But Tandy, what what are, and we haven't locked in the content calendar yet. So this is all just kind of us talking. I've locked it in my brain. Well, you have. Yeah. So I think we've decided on like what Some we're going to do for the first, and, and it may be a two-parter guys, because- there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to impact there. We might need to have a special guest on for that one. I think we need to. I think we need to bring him on. We'll see how he does. <laughs> I don't think he's listening. So maybe he's not, he's, oh, that Tandy, one. I can guarantee you he's not. His cousins are, which thank you guys. Yes. Love you. Big shout out to the fam. We appreciate your support. So, so I definitely think we're covering Star Cruiser. It's a unique experience. We were very, very blessed to get the opportunity to go. And we'll kind of talk about that on the episode, I think. And that may be a two-parter because... Like, I think we could do a day one, day two. I think we could dig into very particular things. A couple other things I'd like to cover. I really would like to do Animal Kingdom Lodge. Again, we had the opportunity to stay there. We had a unique experience, which again, we'll talk about on the episodes. Skipper Canteens, obviously. Love Skipper Canteens. I love Skipper Canteens. I'm ready to go back. I think we got to talk about Peter Pan's flight because it's just you and I love it so much. I have that on my list. Alien Encounters, because... I've had experiences, people that I feel like I need to get off my chest there. <laughs> yes, we've we've heard about all the PTSD from this ride. So many children are scarred. Too. I went when it was, and this would be a good opportunity for you to talk about that, but me to talk about what came after. So we will be talking about the whole history. So it will include uh, whatever the stitch ride was because I didn't ride that. I, it's nothing like being, did. nothing like somebody burping in your ear. There's nothing like getting on the ride and realizing it was a horrible, horrible mistake. <laughs> so I definitely think we need to cover that one. What do you, what do you have on, what are some of the things you want to talk about next season? So we're definitely going to talk Star Cruiser. 
I have oh, a lot of notes. Year. And now that and now that things are happening at Star Cruiser, like dates are getting canceled. Nobody knows what the future is. It's definitely, I'm definitely glad we got to go when we did get to go. Well, the other thing I want to cover there is like, I have some hot takes because I think you and I do not feel the way a lot of people do yes. about reviewing. And I think people are not being fair to Star Cruiser. Yeah. So yep. I've, I've, got, I've actually got very, very strong opinions for that one. Agreed. Agreed. We're probably going to piss off some Floridians. I hope so. <laughs> um, I would like to do the many, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. That ride is real trippy. So here's my question on that one. And look, guys, we're spitballing here, so we haven't actually talked about this. Are we going to do it that, that like what we talked about for Alien Encounter? Are we talking about Mr. Toad when we talk about Winnie the Pooh? We could, yeah, if you wanted to do Mr. Toad and then we could talk about Winnie the Pooh. Th those um, two might be like where we do dual. They have some connections. Rides. We'll have to take you to Disneyland so you can re-ride Mr. Oh, Toad's Wild Ride. So I certainly want to ride that ride again. I really enjoyed the French Quarter, which is what I just stayed at in in Disney World. We could do that. I also want to talk about my favorite Epcot pavilion because my mom specifically called it out that I didn't talk about the Mexican pavilion in my intro episode. What about the pyramid? And I was like, I get you it. So yeah, I think, I think we got to do Mexico. Cause I, I know I called out, look, I know I called out Germany. It changes daily. I love both. Those are my two favorite pavilions, Germany and Mexico. I love Mexico. Yep. And then I would like to talk about barbecue in Disney world, because I think we've had quite a bit of barbecue in Disney world. Oh. We are Texan by nature. So we want to talk about that. So, so that one, that talk one about it. that might be the one that pisses off the Floridians, Sandy. It may be. I don't know. It, it, barbecue is different in different I places. Like, I like that. Ooh. I think we We've eaten at a couple of barbecue joints across Disney. We have. There's one coming at Toy Story World and Toy Story Land in uh, and Hollywood Studios. I'm really excited to eat there. Yes, we are menu previewers, so I was already looking at what I was going to have, I, and look, we don't even look, know. I'm not even in. excited about it, and I was looking at the menu to see what am I going to have when I go there because I think I'd. I, so that's a place I would go for the theming. You know this. I, I don't really like going to barbecue outside of Texas because it's. I just get disappointed. Even barbecue in Texas sometimes is iffy. We got standards. We went, we went somewhere last night. Eh. That's great. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my, that's my list currently right now. We'll see what happens. And and if you guys are listening, you know, what do you guys want to hear about? What do you want to hear us talk about? You guys have heard us hit on things. Is there something you're curious about? We definitely want to cover like rides that never were. We want to cover rides that have been closed, obviously. So if there's something you want to hear us cover, please, please hit us up in the DMs. Please hit us up in the comments. We're, we're happy to, we're happy to do that. And a shout out to all of our family and friends who have been listening in the comments. We see you. If you're planning a Disney trip and this inspired you, let us know. Um, we're glad to hear about it. I'm always happy to help with planning. Yes. Yes. True. <laughs> Hint, hint to all the people who are planning those Disney trips or want to plan a Disney trip. Jess is available. But yeah, so we thank you for listening, uh, our moms for listening. So yeah, <clears throat> Dave. Dave, so hopefully season two will be even better and sound will be consistent. Knock yep. on wood. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate the support. Mr. Iger, we are available. <laughs> we are available, at least until season two drops. <laughs> <laughs> until we piss you off in season two. True, true. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us now. Thanks, everybody. If you liked today's episode of Into the Disneyverse, check us out on Instagram at Disneyverse Historians or on Facebook at Into the Disneyverse. The music in this episode was created by Skolex from freesound.org. Thanks again for listening and catch you next time. <laughs>